0: Let's talk about this week's Torah portion, Parshat Noach. Tell me if this strikes a chord. You feel like you're on a small boat, being buffeted about by huge stormy waves, wave upon wave of pressures, stresses, classes, assignments, deadlines, crash about you, threatening to drown you beneath the onslaught. You see, life is like that we're constantly faced by a deluge of obstacles and pressures, whether they're emotional, whether they're financial, or maybe even social. It reminds us of this week's Torah portion. It reminds us of the great flood in the days of Noah. Yet, Noah declared, The great waters, meaning the great pressures of the world around me, cannot extinguish the flames of my love for God. The sages actually refer to the waters of the flood not as a vindictive, negative punishment, but as ultimately positive and purifying, comparable to the waters of the mikvah on a global scale. I think the same is true of the obstacles that we face. We may seem to be purely negative, like a pain in the neck that we'd much rather without, yet... We know that the opposite is true. Without applying pressure, no oil issues forth from the olive. We need that pressure. Without facing obstacles, we never truly grow. The more we apply internal pressure to ourselves, which means the more we recognize the personal need for constant movement and growth, the less need there is for us to be faced with external pressures. So let's discuss this a little more in depth. When you think of the flood, what normally comes to mind? The picture usually painted for us is one of this fire-breathing, vindictive God out to get his revenge by mating out a terrible punishment upon mankind for their sins. You see, God created man. Man turned away from God. God punishes him by wiping him out. That whole perspective lies underneath so much of people's problems with religion and has greatly colored the way that we look at the Bible. Kabbalah looks at the whole story and paints it completely different. Sure, we believe in reward and punishment. We even believe in hell and heaven. It's actually a comment that I often hear when I say this. No, you're kidding, right? Judaism doesn't believe in hell. The difference is that we don't believe in hell as purely punishment. God isn't petty. He's not looking to get back at people who have angered him. What he's interested in is people following the path that God has laid out for them. People fulfilling the mission that God has charged them with. That mission includes a spiritual journey. He created us with a soul. And God wants us, through our involvement in the world around us, in a positive manner, through actually fulfilling the commandments of the Torah, to elevate that soul, to bring it to a higher degree of spiritual perfection. Sometimes we deviate from this path. We're spiritually dirty and harm our souls by getting involved in things that we shouldn't, in things that have been forbidden to us because of the spiritual danger they pose. But God still wants us to succeed. He still wants us to be able to reach the goals we've set out to achieve, to reach the degree of spiritual connection that is our soul's greatest desire. In order to do that, we have to get rid of the dirt. That's what hell is perceived as in Judaism. Just as a rug may be beaten to clear it of the dirt, and allow its beauty to shine, just as clothing is scrubbed to remove stains and restore its pristine cleanliness, so too our souls put through a cleansing process, a process which involves intense spiritual pain, so that it may once again connect to God in purity and perfection. The same is true of the great flood. If all God was trying to do was punish those who angered him, Why waste all that good water? After all, God is a conservationist. He created nothing without a purpose. So what purpose was there in all that tumult and that great deviation from the rules of nature that God had implemented? Why not just kill them off with a plague or something? The flood seems to be about something completely different. In Judaism, water is purifying. When someone becomes ritually impure, they immerse in a mikveh, a body of water. The flood, the mikveh, the body of water, the immersion is all about allowing the world, ourselves, our family, our marriage, to refresh and refocus on fulfilling its divinely ordained spiritual journey. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here.